And now, you're welcome to the OMN NBA podcast. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down to bang! Bang! Inside, Tatum spins. Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of the OMN NBA podcast. Of course, my name is Derek, as always. And today I have another Jay in the house, but this time, not the past two episodes, Jay. This is Jamie. Boom. I don't know if the Jays are running shifts. I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. That's just what it is. Hey man, what's up? What's going on, man? You've been missing on these episodes for a long time, bro. What's happening? Yeah, I mean, I've been behind the scenes. You know, I took I took on some production roles. So exactly, been... Jimmy edited. So if you guys don't know, Jimmy edited the last two episodes that we we, we did. So he he edited the whole stuff. So yeah, I'm learning from my boss. So uh, gradually, who's the, I'm who's the boss? Well, I, I didn't mention names, but uh, whoever yeah, is the boss knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I took, I took on some production duties, and then yeah, I'm back. I'm back in full force. Let's get into it. <laughs> That's cool, man. Those were some nice episodes for me edited, though. But I mean, the season is almost over. Do you have any games you have to go before the season ends? Um, not really, not really. I'm I'm just looking forward to the postseason. Even though, like, there's still a ton of basketball to play, though. It feels like the season is over, but then it's like we are now at the pinnacle. It's getting heated yeah, and heated. I feel, I feel like the day. season is over for teams that are guaranteed players, like Celtics, Bucks, um, Denver. No, not no. even those teams are still playing for seeding. Like probably Denver because Denver is like what seven yeah. seven games ahead. But even yeah. with Denver, they still they still, they still need to hold. Like I I don't know who's like the number one overall like um, overall in the league. Like Denver, Denver is number one in um uh, in in the in, West in the but, Western uh, Conference. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd have to look up who's who's number one in all the NBA. Three game losing streak. I think they dropped their power rankings. I think I think they dropped or something. Yeah, Bucks but then if, if you take the league, yeah. So right now Milwaukee is number one for the whole league. Milwaukee is number one. Boston is number two, and Denver is exactly. number three. Exactly. Right. And so whoever is number one seed is the number one seed. Not even number one seed in the East or West. Number one overall in the NBA. That 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 team, if they make the finals, is going to have. It's going to have home court advantage in the finals. So the championship contending teams are trying to have that seeding. So they don't have to be on the road for a game seven in a you know potential NBA finals game. So yeah, exactly. even though, even though like I think if Milwaukee win tonight, they they are they 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 they've made it to the playoffs. But then definitely you still want to keep your seeding, right? If if you remember what happened last year when Milwaukee tried to punt their last game and then dodge Brooklyn in, in the first round. And then they came back to bite them because when they met uh, Boston in the, in the semifinal, they had to go into Boston for game seven. Exactly. And then they got killed by yeah. Grant Williams. So That's nobody true. wants to ever, you know, find themselves in that tough position. Everybody wants that home court advantage. Exactly. And I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense, though. But I, I feel like at the same time, some teams still don't play with much intensity because when I watched our game against uh, the game against the uh, Warriors and the Bucks, even without Giannis, right? At, I mean, they had a, a, a five-point lead with like a minute and some 40 seconds to go. And then they just surrendered it. And even when it went to overtime, they just scored four points. And it's like, oh. No, I, let me, no, no. <laughs> let me tell you what happened. Do you know what happened in that game? Tell me about it. 
Wardell Stephen Curry. Yeah, that that's guy. what happened. It, it had it had less to do with Milwaukee. Obviously, they didn't have Giannis, but then it was Steph Curry, like all-time master class of a game. So yeah, I mean Milwaukee they didn't have Giannis and all that, but then it became tough for them to really score. And if Steph is in the zone, it becomes difficult for you to win against him. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If he's heated up, it's, it's just something else, man. You just, all you need to do is just give him the ball and just move out of the way. Just, I, I, and I think it's pretty much Yeah, because simple. Milwaukee was up 10 at some point in the game, right? Yeah, and then yeah. Up 10, up 8 was something like that. It was like one yeah, up, I mean, they were down, they were down 13, went on a great run. I think 8 nothing run, and then went on another run again, and then we're up by 10. Golden State reduced it to five, and then they turned it to eight, and then they cut it to six, and they reduced it to four, and then it was just became an overtime game, and then they just stiff, just had to stiff. So, yeah. to, so it wasn't like Milwaukee didn't come in with that intense. Obviously, not having Giannis would, would guarantee you a drop off in that kind of intensity you want, but at the same time. They, they gave all they could. It was just that Steph Curry was going crazy that night. There was there was nobody to stop him. Well, I mean that's what it is. But let's let's get into I mean the reason we're here today. So we're going to talk about um, injuries uh, that's been happening lately. I think it's been happening a lot quite lately, and also the load management conversation. I mean, me and Jeff in the previous episode we talked about it a little bit, but we're just going to dive deep into it today and just take a look at what's happening in today's NBA. So. Right before this episode, I checked and they they, this, they keep saying Giannis is questionable for the game against Kings. What is happening to this? If you're listening to this episode, uh, we recorded when Milwaukee was playing the Sacramento Kings and Giannis didn't even play against the Golden State Warriors. So he's missing, I think, his fourth straight game for a hand injury. And they're saying he's questionable. So that means he's, you know, probably going to play or might not play. They're just trying to relax and, you know, take it easy. But when you look at the the rate of injuries that's happening in the NBA for the past two or three years, sometimes we we put in the position of load management. You know, teams trying to get players to play certain games and not just play certain games, and also trying to minimize you know the body pressure. And then there are some situations you're like, why don't you just play? So, perfect example is the LA Clippers, Kohai and Paul George. They, I mean, they are the phase of the conversation when it comes to the load management stuff. What are your thoughts on load management? And do you think it's, it's something that organizations purposely do just to make sure that their players stay healthy? Well, the load management conversation is something that it's quite broad, right? Because it, it depends on how you look at it. Are you, are you looking at it from the perspective of the fan or are you looking at it as, uh, from the perspective of, you know, the, the player... Or, or they, 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 you're looking at it at, at, from the perspective of a fan who just wants to enjoy basketball, regardless, or the um, the fan who has the players at heart. Because if you want to have your games and have all your stars play, definitely you don't care what's happening. You want to see your star, especially if uh, you have these stars coming into your city to play. Most of the time, they don't come. They don't come around a lot in the season once twice that's it you don't really get to see them so as as a fan who who loves the players who you want to see them play all the time you 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 like to see them every time you you show up to a game or every time you turn on your television but then if you're looking at it from someone who wants to preserve the players and someone who wants to see them you know uh, stay healthy 
you could also argue for load management, right? Because at, at, at a certain point, you know, almost every player is dealing with some kind of injury, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's been yeah. these talks about, oh, yeah, the toughest guys are playing through injury. The toughest guys play through injuries. Oh, and you have all these old heads talk about, oh, our time, we had the Michael, Michael Jordan flu game, and then we had this player play with this injury and all that. But then right now, people are, people are looking at it like, okay, yes, our mind is on the postseason. So we are trying to preserve ourselves. And trust me, most of these um, situations with load management and players sitting now, they don't even come from the players. It comes from the teams. It's mostly the teams that are forcing players to sit games. It's like, okay, we are trying to manage your situation. So we are going to take you out of back-to-back. We're not going to play back-to-backs. Or if it's a long road trip, we are going on a six-game road trip. We are going to sit you for maybe one game. Out, out of that, maybe five or four games just to preserve you. Maybe you are playing too much on that ankle, so it's time to give the ankle a rest, or it's time to give the hamstring a rest. There's different, different situations. But then at the same time, too, if you're watching as a fan, you're like, well, uh, how bad is it? You know, if it's that bad, then, you know, take time to rest yourself. You don't keep going and coming because now nobody knows what's going on. And another perspective that we haven't really talked about is the betting component of today's game because people put money on the games so imagine putting money on a lakers game or a clippers game or a milwaukee game and then two hours to the game they tell you yannis is out tonight or Kawhi is out tonight then you're like so what happens to my money and so it's different different you know perspective that you can look at but all in all, I don't think it's really helping the league because exactly. the stars are what is selling the league to people. So if you look I mean, at these um, prime time yeah. games that they put on ABC, the national TV games, they put the, the teams that have the, the, the stars on them. So you have Milwaukee playing uh, um, Golden State the other night because they knew it was going to be a Giannis and Steph Curry. And then Giannis was in there. So now all of a sudden it becomes a disappointment. So it's just different perspectives, but it depends on how you want to look at it. Mm. And I think even even when you, for example, like you said, when when Steph came back for the game against was it the Lakers when when Lakers played uh, Golden State, that was Steph's you know comeback game. It had it was what the most watched game. Yes, yes, it was mm. the most yes. most, um, so most watched non-playoff game or something like that. Exactly. So it, then it tells you how much people value these stars, and then. You, you sometimes like you're saying you know sometimes you, you don't want to put too much pressure on the ankle there's so many um angles to look at from from the perspective of of load management but like you're saying i mean you can't compare the 80s to now i mean because different you know situations different scenarios they used to play rough and all that but this time around you know they would say the players are soft blah 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 but at the same time the injury rates let's 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 not look at the injury rates in today's league it is becoming you know ridiculous when when um Kevin Durant was warming up, he got injured and it was, you know, it slipped on the floor. You know, they're blaming the floor guys and you know not cleaning up the court. And then we drive within the same I think the same hour or something. The, so next something day, like the next day, Jonathan Kuminga also had the same situation. Exactly. And it's like, what is happening? Then the next thing you hear, um, you know, Claxon from the Memphis Business, he's out of the season. Zach Levine has not been able to play for almost the uh, sorry, um Lonzo Ball. Has not been able yes, to play for Lonzo almost has been out for like two years. Exactly. Uh, uh, Robert Williams always injured. 
Thank the, you. Um, um, Luca is having injured assistance. Carry, according to the team, is having what ankle soreness or foot soreness or something. He was also not playing tonight. So there's always somebody injured. And it, uh, so for me, it, it hurts the fans because sometimes you 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 just want to watch your favorite player play. Like Kevin Durant this season hasn't even played more than twenty straight games. I don't think. I don't think I've seen Kevin Durant play twenty straight games. Some way somehow he's going to be out of the season. It, it's just becoming. I think it's it's quite time the NBA you know take a step forward and say you know what teams should have proper doctors you know. The, the the weight room should have you know some kind of you know requirements and stuff like that because i think the nba is also coming up with a plan that if you don't play a required number of games you won't be in the conversation for mvp what are your thoughts on that actually well the problem doesn't start from the nba right the problem starts from youth basketball and i've i've read about at least two articles um on on, on this same topic um because right now the team has the best of technology, the best of sports science, the best of you know, equipment to treat these players, to treat, uh, to 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 train them, to handle their bodies. LeBron James spends millions on his body every year, right? But then you should look at how the bodies of these players are prepared. Coming to there's so many players coming to the league right now with lingering injuries that people don't even know about. And you have these players at a very young age who play good basketball, they play high school basketball, they play AAU basketball, traveling up and down, playing four or five games in a single weekend. And so by the time they get into college, you know, I, I've been watching college basketball for some time now, and then mostly during the weekends when I'm free. And you turn into the TV from like 12 noon to late night, it's college basket teams are playing 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 and they have teams playing back to back at that very young age they're what 16 17 18 19 20 years old so they come into the league with so many miles on the body so regardless of what the comfort you have in the nba with you know they, they, they fly private nowadays they, they, they on charter planes they have the best of hotels they have the best of you know uh, um, uh, dietitians and chefs cooking for them they have the best of trainers they have the best of therapists taking care of them they have the best of equipment in their in, in their training facilities and, and all that stuff they still have problems with these injuries because i mean let's take this scenario you buy a car that's what it's got a hundred thousand miles on it. No matter the kind of mechanics you have, at some point the car is going to keep breaking now because it's already got stress on it. It's been running for many, many years already. As, exactly. as, as opposed to buying a car that's only 20, uh, 20,000 miles, <laughs> you probably wouldn't have to even change the oil. You get it. So most of these players come into the league already broken. And so by the time they get to that pinnacle where they're supposed to know, you know, go all out. Then the body starts to disappoint them and so it's something that if they really have to tackle you have to get to the root cause it's it's not it's not from the nba directly it's from the youth basketball it's youth, i'm not saying youth basketball is bad but they have to look at how they use these kids people pick up the basketball from the age of five and they just keep going and going and going and going and going because for most kids even especially most of these kids from underserved communities 
basketball is how they get away from all the troubles. So if they want to be safe, they're on the basketball court. The basketball court is their sanctuary. So once they found basketball, it's all they do. By the time they go to high school, they go to college, they have all these injuries in their body. They have the hip, they have the hamstring, they have the ankle, they have the Achilles, they have the ACL, all these crazy injuries that they are going to move around with. So by the time they get into the league, they're already nursing these injuries. And then within a short time, the body's already breaking down. So it's something that the league has to really look at, you know, holistically, not just from, uh, not, not just at the NBA or the pro level, but then from the amateur levels also. And I think what you're saying is because even for some of the rookies, when they come into the league, I think Jonathan Isaac is a private example. I think drafted by Orlando Magic, he's not played for almost two years. Like ben, Simmons, ben Simmons missed the whole, his whole first year, and then he was a he, he became he, he was the only person to win rookie of the year in his in his sophomore year. Sophomore year, yeah. I remember that. Year. Yes, Joel and think, B, similar. Many, many, many players coming. Yep. The I think Kevon Looney also had to go through the same issue during his rookie most, season. Most, most, most players. And, and I think what happened to Chet? Yes, Chet, just playing pickup basketball. In, in in the summer and summer then that league, was yeah. and then that yeah, was a foot so, injury yeah we, we just just listen just remember what happened to clay thompson after he tore his acl exactly and he was getting ready to come back and then in the summer pickup game he tore his achilles again and then that kept him up for two two good years you know um what's his name danilo gallinari playing for team italy in 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 the summer who tore his yeah. acl and hasn't played all year so uh, you can't you, most of these injuries you can't control them but at the same time too you can be cautious about how you handle these situations so nothing when it comes to being cautious about handling situation then that's when load management comes in then sometimes they hurt the fans but you know you have to also yes. sometimes understand that you know if you want to really 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 see your favorite player i mean because you buy tickets not knowing what's going to happen in the future you I don't exactly i think that's where the frustration comes in for fans because you bought the ticket you're like you know what i'm going to see luca i'm going to see steph i'm going to see braun i'm going to see kohai play and then like you're saying two hours to the game they're like you know what he's questionable he's out of the game you're like really so all the yeah I, I i've been to two Celtics games and guess what in both of those games marcus Smart didn't play <laughs> and then the first time i went to a nets game um indiana Nets in Indiana. And at the time, they had KD, they had Kyrie, they had James Harden. Guess who played? Only KD. No James Harden, no Kyrie. Wow. And so you pay money to go see your guys, and then you expect them to play. And then if you, I don't know, just a few months ago, we had these, you know, young, young, young kids who came from Argentina to see Jimmy Butler in Miami, and then he didn't mm -hmm. play the first game, and then the kid was so sad, and then. Um, they had to make the kid meet, meet Jimmy Butler and then they get him an, an extra ticket to come and see the next uh, Miami Heat game. And so yeah. it, it happens, but that's what I said. It depends on how you're looking at it. Are you looking at it from the perspective of someone who wants the best for the players or you're looking at it from the perspective of the fan who just wants to see their, their idol or their star player play regardless. But, you know, there's also... The argument to me that at, at this point it feels like some teams are overdoing it because sometimes you just want to give you rest so they just put something wild on the injury report you know or oh, lower back stiffness you know 
wrist 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 pain something like something like that they put it on i'm sure very soon they'll start putting some crazy stuff i think i think, the I think it was during i think it was during a, a podcast with igdala or i don't know where but i think steph said sometimes the calendar is brought to them you know like you know what you can handpick some games that you want to miss yeah sometimes when 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 i think it was cj mccallum also yeah i think when the um the schedule comes especially for the star players they check off the games that they would never want to miss and they would check off the games they wouldn't mind missing so like yeah i can throw this i can throw that oh i'm playing Yanis. oh yeah i'm gonna be there because trust me these are the national tv games and in most instances that's where you make your name Exactly. Nobody really cares about you playing, you know, on the, on the cold Tuesday night in 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 February when it's on your local <laughs> station. But if it's on ABC prime time on a Saturday night at eight thirty p.m., you know the whole world is watching. So you want to go out there and then boil you 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 you, you, you boil yourself out. And so exactly. it's different situations. But recently, this issue with Jason Tatumwood, there's been talks about him being exhausted currently. You know, then that has been fueling his, you know you know star power performances in recent times and they asked brad stevens and he was like yeah we've been asking him to take a rest and he never wants to mind you this guy is nursing a, a wrist injury all season long since the beginning of the season he's been nursing a wrist injury and so wow. sometimes they've been forcing him to take some time off and he was like no i want to play there's been games where they they are dead sure he's going to set out the game see how the game he was like oh no I, I, I want to play and so it's been different situations that you know the teams themselves have been trying to navigate but you know in the end they are just trying to find a perfect balance you can't blame them too much sure well i think for one person so far that hasn't played for more than a month has to do with andrew wiggins and for for some wild reason nothing has leaked from his camp uh we don't know what's happening and from um steve Kerr's last you know you know after the game conference you know with the with the with the, with the media it looks like he's not going to come back uh this season we don't know what is happening uh thoughts and prayers are with him but if you could if you could pick up because me personally like you know we've been talking in the group and i've been saying i feel like this you know there's a death he's having death issues somewhere I, i'm just saying I, I hope that hasn't happened yet but to be so far away from the, from the team to the point where nothing has leaked it has to do more than basketball like they're saying I, I don't know jamie like what you i don't know honestly well we at this point we can't speculate because i, exactly. I don't think this i don't think this 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 you know something historical to refer to that oh the, the, i think the only person that we could point out point out our hands to is michael jordan when he just decided to retire for two years to go play baseball but then if you look at andrew wiggins who mind you he got injured he was out for like maybe two weeks and then he came back and then he played like two or three games and then he went back and announced it and then the team hasn't said nothing up till now they tried to keep everything you know close, close tight but it's exactly. crazy because usually when deaths happen i'm not saying you know everybody's supposed to people react to situations you know differently but yeah. one yeah. thing we've realized is when players lose people some of the things they do is to play for them the play for those they, they, they dedicate their game to 
those the loved ones they've lost so you see them writing something on their sneakers for their people or wearing something for the, the, the person True. um they've lost and then i think isaiah thomas lost his sister yeah, in an accident yes, yes. so mostly they the only time they miss the game is when maybe the game collides with maybe the funeral or something of the person they've lost that's when they only take a leave of absence for like maybe one game or two games but then take what he's been out for like almost a month now more than and, a month now yeah. yeah and he's not no injury report also they don't even put him on the injury report like oh this is wrong he was the only thing he says maybe he's out that's it yeah and nobody's saying anything and now steve care on the, the the other day was saying um they are, they are hoping he comes back for the season why are you talking about his you hope then and, and what he's dealing with is bigger than basketball if it's bigger than basketball then it's really something bigger than basketball exactly. and so we just praying that he's he's all right his family's all right whatever he's dealing with but i just say sending our thoughts and prayers to him we just hope he bounces back again better because andrew is andrew is andrew is a cool guy he doesn't yeah. talk much he 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 he's not even someone who likes to miss games and for someone who has faced so much adversity in his game he was borderline bust until he came to golden state and then helped them win the championship and mm -hmm. so he has had to you know go through the gauntlet to get to where he is right now and then only to be hit with this huge issue that nobody even can even talk about i think it's tough we just you know we just feel that he's okay yeah i think and i think the first thing that came in my mind was when michael jordan uh, michael uh, magic johnson had the you know ace issue back in the 90s i think even with that it came out with some yes. weeks after right i mean and, and, and then when everybody knew like everybody knew why he was retired what was like it was a secret or something it came out that yeah yeah he had contracted hiv and because it was a contact sport you know at the time the info they had about hiv was very low i mean exactly if it was, i'm sure if it was today he would still play because they're making it oh now he can't transfer it that way you get it yeah. and so um uh it's it's tough it's tough and then because usually when, when stuff like this happens you know the holy gets to know and then you know everybody else sends their thoughts and prayers people check on him and all that but no single and give credit to the warriors also because some of these things the next thing you know somebody in the media knows and then it's 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 yeah, the news exactly but the warriors have probably they, le they learned from the Draymond issue with how that video leaked and then because i don't think the warriors you know had the intention of you know having that they would Putting have that video out internally but then some way somehow elite so i think they've, they've they've learned from that and they've done a great job you know keeping that close-knit that's that's good and we just hope that andrew comes back better. well uh we, we we send our thoughts and prayers to wiggins uh you know for 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 whatever situation he's dealing with right now we don't know but you know of course god be with him so still on the injury conversation uh, Kevin Durant, I mean, we started with him, but now let's look at him and his newfound love, the Phoenix Suns. Um, you know, they are, you know, they're playing well. They're not doing that bad. I mean, they lost to Sacramento, I think. Yeah, Sacramento. Uh, no, that was no. a good game. That was a, yeah, that was a very great game. That was a good offensive flowing game, but they're about to face the Warriors. I mean, during the recording of this process, uh, this episode, sorry, they faced the Warriors at Chase Center without KD. Now, when that trade happened, immediately it was confirmed by shams Woj. everybody started looking at the phoenix Suns being favorites to know you know run through the the western conference just become one of the tightest conference because almost every team can make it to the playoffs right now right but the phoenix yeah. Suns has become 
another favorite aside Denver and you know you know maybe Memphis when Ja was around to you know make it to the conference finals and all the way maybe to the finals but now he's out for two weeks he's probably going to come back in the first week of April which is very closer to the playoffs what are your thoughts or what would you say are they still favorites when he comes back will he still be in the rhythm to be able to carry the team during the playoffs and also you know run that chemistry between the, himself uh Booker and CP3 yeah, I mean, KD is KD. You, once KD has a jersey on and he's on the court, just know he's bringing you he's bringing you the heat, right? But you know, we just and you, if 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 you dial it back to last summer when he wanted a trade from Brooklyn, most of the arguments that people made um, against that trade was his injury record right since he tore his um his achilles in the 2019 achilles, yeah. finals uh he hasn't been the same you know everything obviously he missed the he missed the fleeing year and then he came back um the, the year after that but even since then he's he's missed a significant amount of time every single season since he came back from that um, achilles injury and so he's already missed some time this year when he was in Brooklyn, mind you, he played his last game for Brooklyn in somewhere in January, and then he never played again until he got traded. And he came to Phoenix. He played like three or four games for Brooklyn, and then he got injured again. Matter of fact, he got injured just before his home debut, so he hasn't played a game, a single game in front of his Phoenix um fans. Mm -hmm. But then, if he happens to come back, you know, which we hope he does, um, in in the, the postseason, definitely. Definitely, they are going to be fine because, mind you, they gave up some really good stuff to get him. They gave they gave away Mikael Bridges, who's like a huge defensive stopper. He was a good player offensively. He's balling out in Brooklyn right now, and so giving him up. If you don't have KD, because you traded away everything to get KD, so if you don't have KD, guess who you're starting? Tory Craig. No disrespect to Tory Craig, but he's not KD. Right, and <laughs> he is not someone who's difficult to integrate into a team. He's just like, okay, go ahead and do whatever you're doing. I guess I'll throw the points to it. That's how easy it is to integrate into a team. So mm -hmm. he doesn't need to, you know, oh, let me get used to this team's culture. Let me get used to this team's style of play. Let me get used to this coach's, you know, uh, philosophy or identity. He's just ready to go. He just loves the ball. So okay, yeah, oh. CP3, Devin Brooker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go ahead, keep playing. I'll just add 30 points to it. That's how that's how sleek he is. And so um once he comes back and he's on the floor, they will be fine. But then the issue is the same issue with how the trade went down and the personnel they have currently, because they gave away everybody. Well, not everybody, but then now you have Chris Paul who's on a decline, you have Devin Brooker. Who's on the decline? He's not on the decline. Sorry, he's on the ascent. But at the same time, their three star players are injury prone. Chris Paul has been injured. The Booker has been injured. KD has been injured. And for them to make it, they need all three guys to be up there. Chris Paul has, even when he's been healthy, has been very inconsistent. The father time is catching up with him. And so, if a team they meet a team that's good defensively. I don't know what team in the West is that good defensively, but if they meet a team that manages to you know essentially you know manage to 
you know, not really lock up one of them, but manages to defend them very well. Then you're left with Chris Paul and then the other one. So 18. they need, yeah, but it, yeah, eighteen also also there. But then for you to really really win, you need Chris Paul, you need Booker, and then you need KD to be up there. Without one of these guys, you're not guaranteed to get very far. You get it. But then Booker has been box offices KD. The other time I was tweeting that it looks like KD, the KD trade lit some fire on the Booker. He feels so so confident right now that having KD on his team. It's 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 kind of you know giving him a low spark that he's been he's averaging over three points in the, in the last four or five games since KD has been on the team, and so you know once KD is around the team is going to go far. But the question is, how healthy will he be, and how healthy will the team? Because you need Booker also, and Booker is also injury prone. Chris Paul, even when he's healthy, he, he, sometimes you know he goes through a few things. So. Let's just see how things go, but I feel like with KD on the team, they they, they can get far. For sure, and I, and I think like you're saying, Louis referenced said the KD. You know, you do your stuff, and he had he adds his 30, 35, 40 points to the game, and he also clutch shots. And I mean, I can't remember 2016, 2017, 18 finals, all the you know three pointers he made in clutch time just to help Golden State Warriors, you know, being back to back titles. So, I mean, you. Know, that injury, the video was horrible. Um, we don't it's, know. You saw how the angle twisted. Yo, Sheesh. it was Tali. I, I saw the video. I'm like, okay, you know what? You know, let me make you guys laugh, right? So I've had similar situation when I went to play football. Uh, me Americans call it soccer in in you know in Ghana in a place called Dansuman. And what happened to me was whilst we were playing, I remember I was trying to run back, right? And I had that you know twisted ankle but i was able to run and play the game i mean yeah, adrenaline I, adrenaline rush you know i was playing you know not caring so much once the game was done i mean i was still okay i was sat in the car you know we drove and my boys dropped me off once i took a shower and i sat down yes i couldn't move my leg for 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 a good 24 hours my leg was stagnant and this happened to me for close to two weeks like my leg, I, f I felt like my leg was about to just, it's better if it's cut off because I couldn't feel nothing. And, and it was, you can't step on it. You can barely move. Like it's, it's hard. So once I saw that video, it took me back to the end. When I had that injury was last year during the All-Star Week. <laughs> last oh. year All-Star Week. So when Steph Curry was lighting up stuff, I was just watching, you know, just sitting down quietly because I can't move my legs. You're on the injury report. You, bro, so when I saw that video, I'm like, you know what? That is hard. That is yeah, very, I, very, very I had hard. a similar thing somewhere last year. I was on the phone and I was crossing the road, and then oh, there shit. was there was a pothole in, in, in the middle of the road, and I stepped into it. And all of a sudden, I, I just I just couldn't walk on it. So I, I, I hopped to cross the road and then I stood in front of a, a store for like a couple minutes. To shake it up before I was able to walk home. I got home, I slept the next morning. I was like, oh shoot, yep. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to limp for like a couple of days before I could walk properly. So imagine seeing and it happens so fast, you might not notice it. Exactly. So uh, you know, unless you thought like the picture 
of how the thing twisted. I was like, oh, jeez, oh, my God, what just happened to this guy? Yeah, man. And you know, KD, KD has thin legs. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that guy, that guy, I don't know, man. He's Slim too... Ripper, man. Yo, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's horrific, but yeah. let's just hope he comes back stronger. That's it. Yeah, once once he's on the floor, once he puts on his jersey, and then the next thing you hear is, oh, I'm forward. And seven foot, <laughs> what? You went from what? Texas. <laughs> Number 35, heavy, do, 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 right? Just when he's ready to go. That's yeah, it. man. But let's, let's wrap things up with, with this last conversation. Um, and it has to do with the number of game and number of minutes players get on the court. When you're looking at star players, even LeBron at, you know, 38, you know, he's still playing close to, you know, 35 minutes when he's, you know, he's healthy. Steph Curry, when he comes back, even when he's just come back from an injury, he's playing a good 27, 28 minutes. I mean, he even played all the way, all minutes in, you know, the, the, the overtime against Milwaukee. Can something be done to, if you were a coach, let's just say, if you were a coach, let's say you're the coach of Celtics. If Tatum is back from injury, if Smart is back from an injury, if Braun is back from an injury, are you limiting the minutes, or you're trying to get your wins up? So you 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 know you know what you're like you know what play these minutes and let's get the win and maybe I'll arrest you in the next game. It, it mostly depends on what the medical staff would tell you. So if the medical staff tell you he's back, but then let's on the side of caution, so play him twenty five minutes in, in the game then you stick with it if they tell you oh yeah he's good to go there's no many restric restrictions you put him in but then at the same time too you're looking at it long term so you're like yeah let's just you know play you let's just start you off from maybe 28 minutes 30 minutes 35 before you get to 36 minutes but mostly when when the season is drawn to a close they try to ramp up the minutes because they're trying to get you in shape for the playoffs when the playoffs, if you're the star player, you play huge minutes because the rotation, you know, comes down usually, you know, maybe in the first round, it goes to nine players. By the time it gets to maybe the conference finals and in the finals, you're down to like eight or even sometimes just seven players. And so the minutes really go up. So, you know, at, 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 the, at the dying minutes of, this season, of the season, if there's no injury barrier, the players... Uh, I, I usually played more minutes unless there's some reason not to not to play. That's why if there's a reason not to play, you do rather sit you than have you go out there and play just twenty minutes because it doesn't keep you in rhythm. So you rather have you sit than just go out there and then and some place will be like if you're going to play me twenty minutes and then mess up my averages, then I'd rather sit so it doesn't mess up my averages. But um, <laughs> in, in in any case, in any case, they just try to listen to the um. The, the medical the, reports the, the medical um officials and everything like that but you know the players like to play that's one thing i haven't met a player who's lazy and be like nah i don't want to play tonight or something unless there's enough wins. even when there's enough wins, sometimes they're like yeah i'm fine i'm ready to go and then it's be like no we can't do that just relax the only time a player you know was overplayed and i remember it became a problem was kemba when he was missing the knee injury and then he had to go play in the all-star game and then they gave nick nurse who was the coach of the eastern conference um team at the time they gave him a minute restriction for kemba but then he played kemba more than he should have 
and Kembe's knee just blew up and then he hasn't been the same player since. And so teams don't teams don't joke with the um, um, players' minutes and stuff like that and um, medical reports because the players are access to them. So yeah, the players are access to the team. So they guard them with their hearts. And so teams don't like to mess around with players at all. But um, let's see. It, it, the, the season is winding down, so definitely you are going to see the minutes of players go up. Well, the season is winding down. It's almost coming to a close. Uh, the Western Conference is tight. I think this has been tight. I think this is one of the tightest Western Conferences I've ever seen. I mean, due to the playing tournaments coming into play, because if playing wasn't really around, some teams would have by now, you know, would be like, you know what, let's just give up on the season and try for, you know, get some good picks. But now the playing is here. I mean, you can still yeah. make playoffs. If you're I think. Intent. I think as of last night, I checked after the Lakers game last night. We were recording this one on Monday, Monday night. So as of Sunday night, when I checked, um, the in the Western Conference, from ninth to twelve, all have the same record. They all one game. I think thirty-three and thirty-five. Yes, thirty-three and thirty-five. One game below five hundred. So one, one, two games below. Yeah, two games below five hundred. And so, yeah, like wow. So. They, see, the the rush to be in the plane is going to be a dogfight. That's why you know the, the thing, and I think we have to give Adam Silver, you know, credit, you know, for bringing the plane because yeah, back yeah. then, once players teams knew they weren't going to catch the eight seed, they would just relax and then they would just start, you know, shutting players down or setting out games, and then that took out the flow of the game and that took away the excitement. But then. Now the excitement is even, you know, you know, getting to you know that crescendo right now that the, the season is winding down. So and I, think, and I think the playing even makes the playoff more appetite because it whets your appetite. You're like, oh yes, now Definitely. I want to see you guys Definitely. in the playoffs. Because, because the you, season you see... comes all the way down to the final game. Yeah. And you see um um and Pat Bev taking off his jersey and all that stuff. I mean, yes. come on. All time. That's that should that video should be in the hall of fame. <laughs> I think that video should be the intro for playing tournament. Like yes, they should have a promo. The, the kind of joy yo. that comes from you know making it to a playing alone yes, yo, and then that. making it to a playoff. It's it's something. <laughs> it's something. That's, that stuff was crazy, man. But yo, guys, uh, it's been a great episode on the Over the NBA podcast. We looked at you know players fatigue, load management, and you know how to manage minutes for all stars, and you know we're getting. Closer and closer to the season. Uh, I mean, the best part of the season, that's the playoffs and the finals. And you know what? If your team is not making the playoffs, well, then you're going to have to sit down and just watch other teams just, you know, smile, cry. Or should just be like, you know what? This, <laughs> we might be here. We might not be here again. But anyways, it's been a great episode with myself and James. Jamie all the way in New York for sure. As always, you can follow him on Twitter and us in Instagram. Jamie, what's the account? The handle? At Daru James. D-A-R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-M-Z on Twitter and Instagram. Sure. You can follow me too. As Rada is the name. R-E-I-D-R. And the D is D-H-A and name as always so it's been great episode of the woman nba podcast of course as the season comes to a close there'll be more interesting episodes i think something news just came in i think taylor jenkins is talking to the media and he just said that um uh ja is not gonna be coming back for for a while ja he said ja is fully engaged in the process and and ready for whatever comes in the next after these two games so maybe 
after these next two games, Jam might be back, Jam might not be back. Uh, let's just be hopeful. That brother is in trouble, man. man. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope he comes out clean, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So, eh, who knows? We might be back discussing him again on this on this podcast but anyways whatever happens just keep sharing the podcast keep listening and you know what we appreciate you guys all the time we'll be back at the same time on this place we out see ya